You are now listening to The Black Spark, a podcast about actively balancing healthy relationships, mindful parenting, and mental and physical wellness in this crazy world. I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world, and that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. I don't want to do no damn jumping jacks. Soda? I got soda. Oh, okay. I got a soda. Welcome to The Black Spark. Welcome to The Black Spark. I'm your host, Nia. And Adai. And we are here. Here. Second week in March. Yeah. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Why are you giggling, yo? Why not? Why not? <laughs> you, look, you look crazy. I look crazy? I just be looking at you and start laughing. I just look a little sleepy, that's all. Yeah, you're going to have to spark it up. Spark it up, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your week? My week has been commandeered by coronavirus. <laughs> Every single day I go to, I mean, not like I got it. I'm just saying, every day I go, to, I go to the office, me and my colleagues got this meeting or that meeting or the agenda is um, taken up by this or that um, point about how we're going to respond as an institution to the potential for uh, uh, corona cases in our communities that we're responsible for. So the day-to-day work has been still there and the list of things to do keeps growing. Meanwhile... COVID response planning is um, just in the space all the time. Every other hour, we got a different email, new di- new direction, new strategies for what we're going to do. So It's really annoying. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't find it annoying. Again, like, I'm a kid at heart, so I'm like, okay, I, you know, God doesn't give you nothing more than you can handle on your shoulders. So I'm like, okay, I guess we can shoulder this one, too. How do we navigate? How yeah, do we but it's annoying because it's like, it, it should just be, I feel like, so many of these institutions, specifically educational institutions, should have already had protocols in place for large-scale um, illness outbreaks. There are. Like, that's what we talked about today. There are outbreak protocols. It's just not every... You know what I'm saying? You don't pick up... You don't study the user manual every day. Like, you get used to what your job is and all these trainings that we've had are... Uh, are dusty and then those folks who who whose job it is to actually be the specialists we got to pull them out and get them to the right meetings and speak to the high level person and personnel to get them briefed on what it is the protocols actually are so right i get that but i'm more so speaking about the rollout like i feel like every half an hour hour whatever there's something new and this is closing and that's closing every tiny little domino keeps falling instead of just shutting systems down like okay we're at the point where we need to as a city shut the schools down okay as opposed to piecemeal oh columbia shut down and then what is it harvard Harvard and umass amherst and then um st john's university shut down and then oh now cuny and suny are like what is with this piecemeal thing like i feel i feel like there should be schools are shut down okay now this is shut down Okay, like it should, it should all come together. To me, well, I, mean, I feel like it's just easier to digest that way. I'm just, I'm just speaking from personal preference. Yeah, I mean that's all real shoulda, coulda, woulda, pie in the sky type yeah. stuff. Not accounting for federal versus state for city versus like you got emergency protocols and you don't like if there's an earthquake here, you don't freaking shut down or have cops come out in New York. So like you gotta right, respond according like, to the is, location. This is this is making me nervous about that. Like if there's an earthquake, a large enough earthquake here in Los Angeles, I would hope that they would shut <laughs> Los Angeles schools 
down like yeah, all I of mean, them as opposed to hey over there shut down but the, you know it wasn't really over there so that's not gonna sh- like no 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 stop with all these but think of i mean so i hear you i hear you i just because then every five minutes like we just got a call from the kids school and then we got a call from the superintendent of LAUSD, mm-hmm. and the kids school is saying okay we're shutting down all these extra activities that we had planned going on this dance and this meeting or whatever and the superintendent is saying oh we had 24 27 cases in los angeles and we have no reason to believe that any of our schools were impacted by these 27 cases. hi hi you know number one and number two... Because he ain't tested. Right. Because we then, ain't got access to testing. <laughs> and, then, and then the second thing, he's like, yeah, and so, we, you know, we're, we're planning on keeping the schools open. Now, in two days, I bet they're going to be talking about, oh, now we need to close the schools. Then you shouldn't have told me on Wednesday that you were trying to keep the schools open. Like, I, I just feel like it's yeah, just haphazard. Also... It's just thrown together. And that, I think that causes more of the issue. Since recording this episode, all LA County schools have closed and our children are home, as you can hear in the background. <laughs> Go ahead cuz I'm not I'm not, I'm just I'm just a spectator, so I don't know anything. I'm just <laughs> I you're not entirely wrong, but you're also coming from a very removed perspective. Yes. The idea that comes to my mind is if it ain't raining in a long time, and your car's been parked in all kinds of different places. When it finally does rain, you turn on them windshield wipers. And at first, it's dusty and it's nasty because the shit is accumulated because you haven't used it. That's all this is. People are out of practice. People are not so well informed. People are misinformed. People are human beings having done the day-to-day routine for so long. When a, when a new thing does pop off, it's like, oh, wait, what? And then human beings got to talk it's to each other. Who's responsible so, for which so decision making? Because I really, I really want people to be ready. I just want, I just want more people to be more ready. Yeah, I want people to be ready, but like we ain't ready for certain basic shit inside the house. What you want people to be ready for? How you expect right, that eleven not, million people live here? Yes, but I'm not taking care of an entire school system. I just want the people in charge of the school system to be ready for shit. I want the people in charge of the hospitals. To be ready for shit. Well, when you think about the the timeline, I mean, this dude on TV, I don't even know his name, when I came home today, was complaining about, we we knew since December it was going to be like this. And I'm like, no, sir, we didn't. Maybe somebody else knew, but we didn't know. Like, we knew since January. No, sir, we knew it was over there. We didn't know that it was going to impact us. Um, you, maybe, maybe experts, knew. experts knew yeah. and experts were shut down. Certain people, like I heard, certain people voiced their concerns and then were marginalized and weren't allowed to into the mainstream um, conversation for some time until that's now. A whole other so problem. I mean, that's a yeah, whole that's a whole other issue other of stupid issue. politics. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, people who are experts in this stuff ain't well practiced mm-hmm. all the time either, and it takes them a little while to get the cobwebs off. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm with you on this check-in for this week. I guess the yeah. coronavirus is taking over everybody's yeah, week. Yeah, including the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> As it should. It gets its place. We should be, you know, self-isolating and, you know, covering our mouths and whatnot. The coronavirus may take over, take over your life? So, my mom is the director of a home care agency mm-hmm. in New York. And her nurses and... Um, Home health aides go to old people's houses who can't take care of themselves and take care of them. 
And so, you know, she's trying to listen to the information from the CDC and, um, you know, they're having emergency meetings there with the different home health agencies. There you go. Just like, you know, you're having here and at whatever different universities and stuff all around. And again, people are still not getting the most up-to-date information. I just told her today about a, a um, study that came out two days ago from Germany. It's a super small study. It's only nine people in the study. Um, and it's pretty much blowing everything that they told us out of the water. It's talking about asymptomatic shedding, which is people having been infected and not showing any symptoms for a number of days. But during that time, they're still actually shedding the virus. So that means that they're still, they're actively infecting people. Mm -hmm. Um, so for up to five days before they even get the slightest cough, before they even get the slightest fever, they feel just fine. Mm. And they're in, and they're possibly infecting people. It's talking about how the virus is exceedingly um, efficient at spreading itself, replicating itself, and spreading itself. Mm. Um, it lives right in your throat, right in your nasal passages, and it's spread even just through breathing. Because in just me talking to you right here and breathing with you right here, there are droplets <laughs> of spit mm -hmm. <laughs> and other stuff coming mm -hmm. out of my face. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's <laughs> what's coming out of your face now. Do we need to be in That's separate landing rooms? Landing on this microphone, on this table. Yes, don't be sharing stuff. Right. So, um, so for for my mom and for other for old for people who are over sixty, over eighty, people mm -hmm. who are immunocompromised, mm -hmm. her her um nurses. Not just her nurses, but the people that they're caring for. Those people might be homebound, yeah, but the yeah, nurses yeah. are going in there thinking yep. that they're fine. Riding on the bus. Right. Yeah. They have children at home. They have families at home that may be spreading it to them. Nobody knows that they have it. Yeah. And for yeah, people yeah. my age, your age, the children, they, we might just be fine. I might have it right now. And I might never actually yeah. get a cold from it. like. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't necessarily have to present. It doesn't manifest, right. Right. So, and I think those are the things, unfortunately, that are, um, that's sensitive information. Like, if you're not a doctor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if you're not a doctor. Sure, you paid for it. You can do that. <laughs> if you're not a doctor and someone tells you, hey, you can get this by just breathing. I mean, the whole, the, imagine the freak out. Imagine the freak out. You know, um, so I don't know what they're going to do with this study. I, again, it came out like two days ago, earlier this week. And so I'm thinking people aren't talking about it very much because it hasn't, you have to, when you have a small study like that, people want it to be peer reviewed and then people also want to replicate it. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. So, and if we don't have enough tests and are not testing enough people to even know who has it, whether they're symptomatic or not, whether they have a fever or not, mm -hmm. then we don't even know where to start mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at all. And I think all of that in uncertainty is the reason why I ain't no, it was the reason why I ain't no toilet tissue in the store. Now, listen, toilet tissue is not the thing you should be worrying about. <laughs> I well, mean, if I you plan on staying home for two weeks, maybe if you poop listen, a lot. There's multiple, <laughs> ways, there's so many ways to clean your ass though. Like... You can you can run it through the shower. <laughs> like, mm, this is true. 
It's a little more logistically challenging, but yes. No, but you could, like, I know, I'm running messing it around. through the shower is a better clean than the toilet tissue. Like, no, why, you, why you gotta run on toilet tissue? And please, is stop, there really like, a run in toilet tissue? It is. Go to the grocery store. There are runs on toilet tissue. People done bought up all the antibacterial to fight a virus. Yeah, you cannot use antibacterial work. to fight a virus. I understand the, the Lysol the and the Clorox wipes and all that kind of stuff. But even, I was just reading, like, okay, they're saying what to do if you, to avoid getting it, but not a lot of places are saying what to do once you do have it. So that's why I was looking at my asthma inhalers. Mm. Like, I don't actually have, like, asthma, asthma, where I just need to live with an oh, inhaler but if you have complications, but if you, you have, might need yeah, right relief. Like, I hardly ever use my inhaler. Yes. Which is why. Five years. <laughs> which is why I just checked they all three expired. of them. One Which is them, a good thing. One of them expired in 2014. Yeah. It's like Vicks. You think you can still use it after. Mm-hmm. Just, just put some testing on it. <laughs> you can't use an inhaler for, at that oh six God. years old. No. But like I never, I never even use it. So I went to go check in my bag and it's like, oh, this was mad old. Mm-hmm. So, but they're saying, you know, get Tylenol and Motrin so that if you get a fever, you can um, alternate. Manage. And if you have children, of course, get the children's version of both of those. Get uh, cough suppressant and expectorant, um, which is another. Please, thank you, doctor. What's expectorant? <laughs> expectorant is something that helps you to cough up. Sperm, oh, okay. Um, to cough up mucus or whatever. Mm. So they want you to get that kind of thing. So we already have that. We don't have Tylenol. Like, there's a couple little things we need to get. We could buy some more water. They had runs on water. Mm. Costco still didn't have enough water mm. last time. Um, but, yeah, like, you could wash your ass, like, but you should probably get water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this is true. This is true. Anyway, yes, coronavirus has taken over. I'm kind of waiting for the call to be like, yeah, the kids are out of school. And then yep. I'm going to... Yeah. Okay. Come on. We got this home curriculum. Be annoyed. It's fine. We'll figure it out. Of course, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And we'll pray for those who have yeah. difficulty figuring it yeah, out. Exactly. But yeah, exactly. that's pretty much what's happened this entire week. This entire week. <laughs> this entire week is just. I mean, like, even into earlier well, last week. I mean, yeah. The end of twenty. Beginning of last week. Yeah. Yeah. It's been. It's just been going on. Right now with that Rona. What? <laughs> Was that actually a thing? No. I was about to say the no. internet, no chills. No. So we talk about them damn kids. So speaking of coronavirus, our son came home the other day, and the baby was sleeping. And so I was whispering to him so that he would not be loud. And he has a little bit of a lisp. <laughs> so he goes, when he wants to. No, I think we just don't hear it because we're oh. used to it. But mm. he has a lisp. Okay. And he goes, Mama, is coronavirus real? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yes. Well, I don't think it's real. Why don't you think it's real, Ken? Mm. Because it sounds like somebody's name. <laughs> I'm like, but Kyrie, Kyrie, it is real. Okay, mama, if you say so, then I believe it's real. <laughs> you crazy. Okay, mama, if you say so. If you say so. Then I believe it's real. I can see him doing that too. He's making them funny ass faces, doing that shit with his mouth. Bruh. You got little actors, yo. Both of them be acting foolish. I love it. Both of them? We have three children. 
Well, <laughs> what I meant, what I'm thinking about Tatum too. Sanaya's just, yeah. Okay, we have three children. Fine. Both of all of them. Be true at them. True at them. Um, so the other day, I was watching TV or something. I don't know. I was in the living room area. And I hear stuff in the bathroom just moving around. Mm. And I'm like, what's happening in the bathroom? <laughs> I get up and I sneak to the door and I peek in. And Sanai is... <laughs> I'm just laughing because I can't... It's late and she's playing in the bathroom. <laughs> just I'm just laughing already. <laughs> Sanai has my makeup brushes in her hand. I guess she was doing her own makeup tutorial mm. in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So she sees me and she goes... She starts putting things away real fast and goes, oh, Phil sticks. <laughs> <laughs> She's three and a half. Not even three and a half. Oh, fiddlesticks. Oh, fiddlesticks. She, she hops down off of the stool because she's too short to reach the, the sink without the step stool. She hops down from the stool and she goes, hey, mama, what you doing? <laughs> no, no. Nah, yo, you busted. What you doing? What you doing, baby? Why are you messing with my makeup, yo? Talking about, hey, you, what you, you come out here? Oh, fiddlesticks. What you doing? Nah, what you doing, baby? Oh, my goodness. Foolishness. Yeah, that one's a little crazy. Sneaky. We talk about them damn kids, right? That boy, I'm sorry we always talk about Kyrie, but the boy is he's, wild. He's special. He's wild, yo. He be on some extra. I gotta think of more Tatum stuff. But, um, so just, Kyrie, my man. So we got him the P alarm. Y'all know that. And he's still getting used to it. But he's smart enough to know how to handle it. Except every time the alarm goes off. I'm dead sleep, yo. Dead sleep. Middle of the night. Three in the morning. Four in the morning. The, I hear the beep. I'm like, okay, he knows what to do. The boy comes running into the room. Into our room. Into our room. Hands up. Like, Poppy, Poppy, it's alarming. <laughs> and the shit is going off in my face. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I'm like, yo. He's like, Bobby, it's alarming. And I want to just yell and curse and scream out of the depths of my sleep like a monster. Yo, just go to the bathroom then, man. Just go to the bathroom. Why are you in here telling me it's alarming, waking me up? We can hear it alarming. I heard you running into the the room with the alarm. It's a pee alarm. No, and he knows how to turn it off. I trained him on it. Oh, God. (laughs) It alarms. Woo, woo, woo. Get up. Woo, woo. Go to the potty, brother. Use the potty. Check your underwear. Because it's not like he wakes up groggy and is like, oh, I don't know no, what to do. No. He's fully alert. <laughs> and Running still decides to come to me. I'm not the toilet. The house. <laughs> I'm not the thing to come to when that device goes off. And then you, then you get up. Then I get up. Y'all go to the bathroom. We go to the bathroom. And then he fully pees. And then he fully pees. You could have been in there. He could have been in. You could have been peeing. You could have been peeing and then could have just come to me and be like, hey, Poppy, guess what I did, yo? (laughs) The alarm went off. I shut it down. I peed. I checked. I wiped myself. I made sure I was dry. And guess what? Back on, man. I'm going to sleep. Thanks for training me, brother. It's a lot to ask a five-year-old. Nah, he's five and a half. Or five and three quarters, as, as he corrected me this morning on the way to school. Five and five-sixths, Five and five-sixths, five five, okay? <laughs> it's alarming. It's alarming. 
he corrected me. So I expect certain things of somebody who's going to correct me on how old he is. But I'm five and a half. Okay, well, take your five and a half ass to the party, man. Why are you waking me up? I got to get up at 530 and it's 4.50. Anyway, yeah, so that's it. I love the boy, but... um, ooh. See, the problem is I like to sleep. I don't get a lot of it. I specifically have an early alarm so I can get some me time in the morning before I handle the day. And every time it's interrupt- interrupted, uh, yeah, I got to coach myself into not destroying the world. Um, but that's it. <laughs> that's a little much. Yeah, that was Scorpio, yo. I'm passionate about my shit. All right, so you want to talk about spanking or sex? <laughs> they different. <laughs> it's time for Ask Kadai, where we read and answer a question from you, our listener family. Send your questions to it's the black spark at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at the black spark podcast. Hold on. Spanking during sex? No. No? You want to talk about spanking or sex? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked about sex a lot. Let's talk about spanking. Okay. You made a pretty sign. <laughs> what do you think about spanking? I like it. Oh my god. Oh, I'm sorry. Um <laughs> Do you think spanking is an appropriate mode of discipline for children? It should never be um completely off the table. We all, all have different learning styles and some of us need to fire up under our ass to keep us adequately motivated while we do exercise quite a bit of talking with these children. Um some people respond differently. Like my cousin used to get spanked all the time and he just got bigger and more resilient and eventually he was laughing at his mom's they got a little more violent and that didn't work out so well. And eventually they're like, I should stop doing this. And we're like, yeah, you should stop doing that. He's bigger than you now. Um, But anyway, yeah. So, and some people like, you just look at them with the crazy eyes and they know what's coming. Like TJ, she knows. And then again, we haven't spanked, spanked people. They gotten popped like three pops, not whooped. They ass. Like I was not, I was. I, I got my ass whooped like twice. Oh, okay. Um, same. Some people same. got same. Oh. <laughs> That's a millennial shit. <laughs> um, but some people got. What you trying to up. say? Because you're not a millennial. No, no. The way you just responded. Same, same. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know what that is. But you're not a millennial. Though, so. I'm not. So, and I'm proud of it. But yes. Yeah, um. Why well, you throw me off? <laughs> what am I saying? You know, they, they didn't get their ass. Yeah, away. some people got fucked up, and I don't think that's appropriate either. Whereas some people, I wasn't, I was in CVS today buying the halls, and I'm at the regular register. Actually, I was in line, and this lady was with the little automated machine, and I heard, and I'm like, yo, what's going on? I look over there, and this little boy is touching the damn thing for the card reader and is and i oh then i finally tuned into the conversation and his mother's like um stop i asked you to stop and he keep pushing it and she goes stop and, he's, and he keeps pushing it and she goes i asked you to stop stop right now you're gonna get a timeout and i'm like look here's the thing at least grab him both of their hands was here on the machine and she's like stop 
stop, stop. <laughs> I'm like, yo, grab his hand and yeah. say, stop, I'm not playing. Yeah. That's all you had to do. What? So this motherfucker need to get popped in my head in, in his face is what goes through my head. And then the channel's down my arm and it says, grab the motherfucker. <laughs> and firmly speak to him and say, stop, I'm not playing. Look him dead in the eyes. And they understand. Yeah. Because you channel the energy. <laughs> and they understand, this motherfucker about to punch me in the face. <laughs> I should stop. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. I was watching it, and I was like, why do you let that human being um, treat you that way? It's your job to give that person boundaries. And it's your job to show them how other human beings should be treated. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Stop. Stop. Mm-hmm. Stop. You're teaching him that your no doesn't mean no. Yeah. Hey. hey. And, oh, see. Okay, how about that? So, I was. No, I, I just got instantly hot. I was like, yo, this is not... Mm-mm. Nope. There are people who just do not... People who are just very uncomfortable wait. with discipline. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. So then, she's done with it. So he, so he st- finally stops. And he turns and goes to the little... Not the vending machine, but the little refrigerator with all the drinks in it. And then he starts looking at it. Like, didn't even acknowledge her. He just turned away mm-hmm. and started doing something else. He didn't say, sorry, mom, nothing like that. And I'm like, maybe he has some kind of issues. He don't have the whole communication skills down. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But then he turned away and he starts looking in the shit and opens the fridge and starts touching stuff. And she finishes her transaction and she goes, okay, whatever his name is, it's time to go. And he doesn't even acknowledge her. Um, and, and instantly she goes into, come on, let's go to the car and get your ice cream. Ooh. And I was like... Oh, so that's how you train them. You can't even just get him to say, to get him to acknowledge you. There's no eye contact. There's no coming down to his level to communicate with him as a human being. It's just, okay, let's go and get your ice cream. Like dangle the, mm-hmm. the, the shiny thing. That's what he's looking for. That's what you're mm-hmm. training him to do. Mm-hmm. He didn't even spin around fast on that. Because <laughs> he, he know he's going to get the ice cream whether he moves fast or not. So I was like, <laughs> so it's you. Yeah. It's you. He's a reflection of you. You're allowing, you're teaching him how other human beings are gonna treat yeah people who are just very uncomfortable with discipline they don't understand that humans need boundaries and even when you are of age and are able to do quote unquote what you want to do you still are the one who sets boundaries for yourself for yourself <laughs> because they're important because they're important for you yeah so it's Humans need boundaries, yeah, and children in particular, because they're always te- they're always all of their behavior That's their job. is reaching out to find where the boundaries are. That's and their if job. You don't put boundaries in place for them; they actually it causes anxiety mm-hmm. for them. They don't know what's right and what's wrong. They don't have that kind of a sense, and so that is actually more anxiety inducing for children than not. But in terms of spanking, oh yeah, we put so much spanking. What I <laughs> Yeah, I just got upset with that example. Yeah, because um, all of the research that says that spanking is not good, it seems to be research that shows that spanking as the primary form of discipline, as the first thing you do, somebody says something to you wrong or looks at you wrong or drops a dish or something, and the first thing you do is backhand them. Here we go with 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 the, you needed to do research. Right. To figure that out, violence is not the answer. That's not spanking. That's abuse. That's abuse. If the first thing you do is hit the child. That's stupidness. And if and if you never actually train the child, talk to the child yes, about give them some love. what to do that's right and Explain what to, to do them that's how to navigate not things. so productive. If yeah. you never actually have those conversations, then yes, of course. hitting them is abuse. Yeah, that's fucked up. But they never do. They they hardly ever. I won't say never because they did do and say 
um, they did a study on and said, hey, it's not detrimental if you spoken to them multiple times mm. and the spanking is the last resort mm-hmm. and then after the spanking you still are talking to them about what happened mm-hmm. and why it happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if i told you and i told you and i told you and i told you and i'm mm-hmm. like told listen you i've been telling you <laughs> i done been telling you <laughs> you cruising yeah you heading that way yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i spoke to you five times yeah, yeah. you know You've done everything. You've done the timeout. You've done the take the stuff away. You've done, you know, reward charts. And, like, you tried things. Mm-hmm. And then spanking is the last resort. And then even after the spanking. You explain to them that that is the ultimate consequence. Yeah. And it's not even. And it's not a beating. No. It's a spanking. Yeah. It's like, hold out your hand. Yeah. Whack, whack, whack. It's not like, get me. Go get me a switch. No. No. <laughs> it's you're not, not. Go get me an extension cord. Cutting people it's and not, punching them and yeah, things of that it's nature. It's not leaving marks. It's, it's like not. three pops on the butt. Maybe three. Maybe a pop on a hand. I remember somebody flipped out when I tapped her palm lightly. <laughs> Lost her mind. Because she knows what it means. Even, yes. even if, even when it doesn't hurt. Yes. It didn't hurt at all. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, please continue with the research. Yeah. Sorry. So anyway, I I would rather not. I I'd really try. Yeah, not just try. We do a very damn good job. <laughs> of not hitting these kids. Yeah. And um and I think they're better for it, like you said. Tatum knows, you know. Yeah. She Abe and Sinai, the girls, they kind of, they look at your, they look at your face and your affect and read where you're going with this. <laughs> and they, they have just better, they, they, they respond better to social cues. <laughs> you know what's interesting? I just, the, the key right there is that they look at us. Mm-hmm. Kyrie is so focused in his world. Yeah. It takes him a few moments. Yes. To even consider looking at yes. you. But once he does. He's in he, it. He's very intuitive. Yeah. Once he does, he gets it. But, you know. First, you gotta divert his eyes. You gotta from get his whatever attention. Whatever he's doing, and yeah. that's another thing that I see these. The euphemism that we're using is the people in the store. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. another thing that I see mm-hmm. these, these people in the these store. People in the stores. <laughs> they never actually get the kids to look at them. They no. never command the attention. And you know what? I mean, I learned that from my parents, but not explicitly. I learned that from damn ninety nine one ninety nine one one on the TV. Ninety nine one one. Ninety nine. Whatever. That, you remember that that, that British lady? Oh, the British lady. Yeah. So she was she talked to him. You have to come down to their level. <laughs> I'm like, it's basic. So I'm like, oh shit, let me just squat down. Yeah, he's like, it's no, good exercise. Yes, okay. you, you wanna have the attention? How you look, I mean, and she talked about the power dynamic mm-hmm. of you being a giant always towering over them. Mm-hmm. That creates anxiety for them. Mm-hmm. So just squat down. Just squat down. Get their attention, and you might it have to physically. Easily. You might have to physically. You might have to hold their shoulders. You might have yeah. to physically square, touch square them, them up, give them some get attention. Their attention. Yeah, and that's not that's not hard. No, I do that in the store. I do it wherever. I'm like because I know that's my job. Again, th- that yeah, their job, job is to is... push boundaries, and my job is to help set them. My yeah. job is to transform who I'm being in the world to help this other person navigate the world. No, your job is to raise them to not be assholes. Well, that too. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember I told you about that. I was talking to my colleague last year, and we were talking about the conduct process and regulations and rules, and we all agreed. Why can't we just put a clause in, like, the no asshole clause? Like, just don't be an asshole. <laughs> don't and be an be asshole. Cool, yo. Yeah. Asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole, yo. <laughs> Life will be much easier. I mean, I think that's the hardest funny. part because I feel like we do that every day. Like every day, they do some asshole shit. Yeah, I like, mean that's their job. No, but like, come on. Every morning, go put your shoes on. Why can't we go and sit right in front of the shoe bin to put his shoes on? Nobody else can go and get their shoes. You know, I mean, he doesn't CJ even, does the same but he does, thing too. Yeah, but she does it to be an asshole. Kyrie does it because he forgets <laughs> every day. <laughs> every day he forgets <laughs> to move his ass out of the way for yeah. other people. Yeah. He's an he's an an unassuming asshole. Yeah, yeah, he's the oblivious dude. <laughs> he's like again, he's in his world, and that's the thing, like. You helped teach me this years ago. You got to know your child. And mm-hmm. so I know my child. And I'm like, oh, okay. Dude, get up. You're in the way. So mm-hmm. you just got to know how to mm-hmm. get their attention. You got to study them so that you can help them navigate the world. Yep. Instead of just, what do you call it? Enabling them. Awful. People in the store, yo. So you're a yay on spanking as the very last. <sighs> I'm a yay on um, spanking as, yes, as a form of discipline. Once you have stretched and bent your own abilities to meet them where they are. I think now I feel like we're moving more toward the martial arts form of discipline. Where it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, it, yeah. now it's like, okay, you are going to be in push up position for yeah. about. Yeah. Wall squats, push up position, yep. knuckle push ups. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't hands wait to. Hands over your head, just stand there with your hands over your head. I was about to say I can't wait to, but that's not true. <laughs> I have a number of tools that we could use. You can get a book in each hand and just hold it up. That'll get that'll just, do it for just you. Just stand there. Yeah. Think about what you supposed to have did. Yeah. <laughs> what you did wrong and what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And why. And the challenging, th- the funny thing is that they're so busybodied, it actually mm-hmm. is a punishment. And it I'm like, is. dude, all you gotta do is stand there. You know how much joy I would have to just stand there and be still? Ugh, <laughs> but it alone actually, it actually works. I really like that that form of discipline. And again, this is still last resort because still you're talking and talking mm-hmm, and talking. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, you know what? Do a wall squat. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna leave you there. Mm-hmm. I'm done talking to you. You obviously not listening. Yeah. So squat. And then yeah. they get up and you're like, why were you on the wall smoke? Because I didn't listen to the teacher. Exactly. Exactly. You figured it out. I'm happy for you now. <laughs> Put that in your pocket. Remember tomorrow. You know what's interesting? It's also um, the way like he would promise to do do right the next day. Mm-hmm. And after a while, I was like, I'm not getting excited about this. I said, listen, sir. Show me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, I, I used to be like, yay, great, cool. I'm glad you figured it out. And then the next day. Same Why shit. Same shit. So I, after a while, I was like two weeks ago, I was like, son, I hope you do. But I can't trust it anymore. So all I can say to you is at the end of the day tomorrow, we'll see. The only way I can. Yeah, I'm just looking for results, baby. Just looking for results at this point. I can't go this whole emotional roller coaster hoping you're going to do better. Just show me and we can figure it out. Well, this is awesome. This is a good, uh, different ask a die. We we want not just relationship questions, but also parenting questions. So mm-hmm. if you have any, please send them to us. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you. Great question. Time for the Black Spark Speak. Welcome to the Black Spark Speak. Oh, shit. That's simple science. Knowledge. Life hacks and shit. I was enlightened by this quote some years ago that was on, um, actually the door of one of my older colleagues. And, um... It just changed the way I thought about things. It says, every system is perfectly designed to get the result it gets. By W. Edward Deming. 
Examine the results you're getting in your life. Are they all to your liking? Consider that there are conscious and unconscious systems expertly yielding the results you're getting. If you want new results, change your systems. Take tiny bites if you need to. You don't need to jump headfirst into the deep end, but definitely start now. As you work on examining these results, turn your attention toward what you want to see in the world. You'll find yourself soon experiencing spontaneous inspiration because you've created space that allows for new ideas to come into your life. That's what you've chosen to focus on now, whereas it previously was not. You may have been focusing on the results that you didn't like them, rather than, oh, this is a clear reflection and a clear sign of systems that are yielding this particular results in my life. Instead of examining the results, now you're looking at choosing a different system. You're looking at, hey, maybe if I put in 10 minutes of exercise, 10 minutes of yoga, 10 minutes of listening to a podcast, a motivational speaker, you're looking at changing the systems of what you consume um, in order to yield new results and create new life in your life. Literally, create new lights in your life. You'll find that new practices build new systems. New systems will yield new results. New results create literally a new life. Ania. Ania. Don't look at me like that. Ania. Yes. What you think they need to know? Oh my God, there's so much to know. It's Nia's need 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 to know. Yes, it's my turn. Coronavirus mm. taking over the damn place. The damn mm. MTA in New York decided to hose What'd down do? all the. They finally cleaning the, the trains. I don't know. What do you mean? Hosing it down ain't cleaning it. Well, they said. They now, pushing I, the dirt listen, around. Twitter says they clean the train. They clean the trains. I don't they know if they clean they the clean whole subway. Uh, they need to clean the railings and all. Anyway, uh-huh. MTA decided they probably need to clean the trains now that coronavirus is happening. Oil prices is they're having an oil price war between Saudi Arabia. Is it Saudi Arabia? Yeah, yes, I think it's Saudi, Saudi Arabia, Arabia and um Russia and Russia mm-hmm. making the oil prices go go down. And America don't like that because they producing oil now. We whoever producing oil now and. They don't want the prices to go down and supply chains from China is making the stock market go crazy, losing, you know, 1,500, 2,000 points a day. I don't care because I ain't got no damn stocks, but other people is, you know, going crazy about it. Kenya Moore wants people to have sympathy for her because she getting a divorce. Meanwhile, she talked about everybody's relationship and had shit to say about everybody when they was going through their shit. You talking about that woman from the Real Housewives? Real Housewives? <laughs> yes. This is See, shit people need to know. Look, look. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt your segment. You was you had me with the world issues. <laughs> and then you got with this thing. Nicki Minaj's yeah. husband got arrested because he didn't she he didn't she just got married recently. He oh. ain't registered as a sex offender when they moved to I'm California. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> exactly. So so he was arrested because he didn't register as a sex offender when they moved to California. I don't know if he's still in jail, if he out on bail. I don't know what's happening. There's just so much stuff to know. But what I want you to know. Please. <laughs> because I don't want to know any of what you just said. <laughs> no, nah, I was good before Kenya Moore and Nicki Minaj's sex offending husband. That just 
threw me off. I was like, world issues. And her brother shit. got 25 years or something like that. I know. Like, and people was mad at her years ago for not being able to help him. It wasn't him. that many years. When, like like one, two years. Two years ago. Anyway, so lots of people done dropped out of the presidential race right now. Yeah. It's pretty much just Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. And whatever. Vote blue no matter who. I don't give a damn. Vote it's... blue no matter who. Did you get that from somewhere? <laughs> That's all over Twitter. See if you Yeah, if you I don't care. be paying attention. I told you. <laughs> work is all consuming. Anyway, Bloomberg spent $500 million That's right, on his campaign and his advertising. $500 million. $500 million of his $67 billion. Oh, wow. Okay? So, just a little, just a little nickel. Mm-hmm. Just a little drop in the bucket. Yeah, yeah. If it was that easy to just throw it away on a month's worth of campaigning. Yeah. Easy. You could just easily just give it to everybody now. He probably thinking when he died, put the money in the grave. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know what, what else I don't we could know. be thinking. I don't know. You can't even spend it. You can't spend it. Multi generational set. You can't. You could spend still it. afford to give it away, and your yep. people will be set anyway. Yep. It's Wild. just. It's just selfish, and and and. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Where people um, do not, stuff. Not privileged. Entitled. Oh. It's selfish and entitled. You feel like you're entitled to it. No, you stole that money from people who could not do better. Could defend themselves from your economic terrorism. Yeah. Is this a symptom of affluenza? (laughs) It might be. Although I hear he came from humble beginnings, but as of now, he don't act like it. But anyway. Yeah. That's what y'all need to know. Bloomberg need to run the run the hashtag Bloomberg run the ducats. Um, I like that. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So for this send off, I was on Twitter as I always am lurking you and not always saying are. shit. You little lurker. <laughs> <laughs> Ice T said, "I was raised by OGs. Some of you were raised by IG. I understand." Oh wow, <laughs> concise. <laughs> and that you know, that really touched me. <laughs> Hit me in the feels, not because. <laughs> <laughs> not because I was raised by IG because clearly I was not but just that this generation of people is just unable to handle a lot of the complexities of life they're just too busy pretending on the internet on the internet wow <laughs> you got a little bit in you <laughs> what you was drinking <laughs> they're too busy pretending on the internet mm-hmm um, I won't say I was raised by OGs. Were you raised by OGs? No. I, I mean, was, if you're talking, talk talking, you talking about great grand aunts who rocked their house. Yeah, I mean, I was raised by G's. Yeah. I don't know about OGs. I feel like OGs feels like they were like token cats. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I was raised by G's. Like, you know, shit goes south and you still know that you'll be able to depend on that person yes. to handle all the business. Yes. 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 <laughs> That's my whole family. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can argue at home, and then we out in the street, we roll. And I feel like that's what you're talking about. Like, yeah. people these days, I feel like if shit go left, they don't. They over there on the left. They on the left. They don't know what to do. Yeah, that's interesting. They don't know what to do. You know that I'm sure there's research on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all, in, in all, in all seriousness, there is research on that. Part of it is in being wired for distraction and people's. Um, um, developmental, the developmental impact 
um, of being raised by IG and people not being able to actually um, be in touch with their own feelings because yeah. their neurosynaptic connections are primed for external validation versus internal. And so when it comes time to be quiet and sit down and understand what's going on within you without peripheral stimulation, people have some people have a difficulty mm-hmm. actually gauging. So like their, com- their, their true north literally is just waiting. It's like, uh... <laughs> yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think this is why people like the good, quote unquote, I, I, I shudder to say, but the good black reality tv shows versus oh because the quality yeah versus the shit that's out there because on black reality tv shows like real housewives yeah some of it could be scripted and blah blah blah, blah but i'm just saying like when those women feel a certain way they're gonna have it out with you they're not gonna sit and talk about you know oh this was so mean and blah blah, blah. they are going to what you say about me like, this is how I felt when you said such and such and such. Yeah. Did you mean that? Yeah. You know, is that what you meant? Right. Because help me understand before <laughs> I let the wolves out. <laughs> but it's that it's that it's that G in mm-hmm. the person where it's like I'm gonna stand up for who I am. I'm gonna stand up for what I be, believe in, and I'm gonna take care of mine. And I, there are a lot of people that don't have that backbone now. It's a sense of self. A, a strong, Internal validation. Yes, a strong yeah. sense of self, mm-hmm. as opposed to this. Um, having your self-esteem attached to other people's successes or other people's validation of you, Mm -hmm. like you were just saying. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, so a lot of people are spending time on the internet and comparing themselves. We talked about this, I think, in the first episode. Comparing yourself. It's a damn wig. It's a damn wig. Comparing yourselves to other people. You a G. Mm -hmm. Be a G. You just let yourself be a G. (laughs) Find out who you are. Find your inner G. Yeah. And, and and flex that. Flex it. <laughs> it's all withered. Like yeah. It's all anorexic. Because it ain't yeah. never done nothing. You got the screech, screech Oh, screech. <laughs> well, you can have a Slater size. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> wow. You got the Urkel G when you can have the Stefan Urkel. Stefan, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ladies. <laughs> oh, wow. That's funny. I like it. No, but you know what I'm saying. Like, you, you stop looking around for other people and really find out who you are. Hone that person. Hone, H-O-N-E, that mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stand up for yourself. There are so many young people nowadays who will be completely afraid to say anything adversarial to you in conversation, mm. but will write you a strongly worded email. Like... <laughs> <laughs> or the little sticky notes that they leave for yes, their roommates. They will tell you off in an email, but they will. N- and then when you confront them, about, oh no, I didn't mean that, bitch. Yes, yes you the did. Fuck you did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> you did. It was three pages. Yeah. You meant that. Own it. We can have a real conversation yes. if you own it. Oh my gosh. So uh, yes, listen, listen. Hmm. Flex your energy. Yeah. Flex your energy. Hey. Yes. Spark that up. <laughs> I'm, you know, interestingly, um, so thank you for that um, insight. I'm also thinking about uh, my own perspective on it and that not everybody like that. I am truly fascinated by so many of these young human beings these days who are like young entrepreneurs and are like taking on global warming 
and are like speaking out like you know the me too movement the black lives matter movement everybody's mm-hmm. like holding mm-hmm. hands and and learning and mm-hmm. act- a lot of people are doing what you're saying mm-hmm. so i'm For fascinated sure. by the juxtaposition of these um Steve Urkels. <laughs> um, at the same time that there's all these Stefans mm-hmm. running around, like holding it down, looking better than the old folks. But I also think that this is why so many people look up to and are inspired by um, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, mm-hmm. or the whole squad. And, you know, they all of these people who have a backbone and are speaking truth to power and are standing out there and doing stuff there are people who just don't feel like they have that. They just feel like they don't, they're not a G. They feel mm-hmm. like they're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, no, you are. You have the same strength. You just have to learn how to wield it. You have yeah. to, you have to find it. You have to harness it and you have to wield it. And, um, Anyway, so I feel like <laughs> Ice T's quote really, really took me out. Mm. I was raised by OGs and y'all was raised by IG. I understand. I understand. <laughs> it's so simple. There's a lot in there. Just yes. unpack it and you find the yeah, joy. So for the send off, flex your energy. Flex it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spark it up. Spark it up, baby. Thanks for checking us out. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Black Spark Podcast. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. 